Why should you visit Kings Island? Do it because less time planning means more time for this. Do it to take a one-day family vacation. Do it to catch a serious case of the giggles together. And of course, do it to eat a funnel cake the size of your face. Because here at Kings Island, doing something just for the fun of it is all the reason you need. Right now, everyone pays kids' price. Kings Island tickets just $45 online. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network. If you'd like to check us out online at any social media site, Exxon Radio TV, or xzbn.net. And, of course, our radio website, www.exxonradiotv.com, and the network website, www.xzbn.net, where you, where you can find out all the other great shows and hosts that we have for you, 24-7-365. My guest this hour is Diane Collins, and uh, Diane Collins is a philosophical pioneer, taking us to the edges of reality and beyond. She is a bridge, a translator, a modern oracle of higher consciousness, of living the wisdom of science and spirituality made practical. Diane is the creator of the Quantum Think System of Thinking, author of six-time award-winning bestseller, Do You Quantum Think? New Thinking That Will Rock Your World. And popular media personality interviewed more than 500 times on radio and TV. A featured blogger on the Huffington Post, Diane Collins declared the consciousness crowd as the new mainstream, and her post went viral. Diane is dedicated to people living spirited, joyful, and masterful lives through leaps in awareness using what she calls the physics of mind. She created Quantum Think, the groundbreaking system of 21 principles and practices for the mind and awareness, to have us leap beyond our old worldview, industrial age, thinking to the expanded, more accurate, and cutting-edge new worldview of our quantum age. Joining me now is Diane Collins. And Diane, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you so much, Rob. It is delightful to be with you. Well, thank you very much for taking time out of, I know, your very busy schedule to be with us. And um, how did you get involved, or how did you design, or what was the inspiration behind Quantum Think? The inspiration was, and I'm sure that everyone in this conversation with us can relate, is I landed on the planet, I looked around when I got old enough to think about it, and I wasn't that old, I think about uh, teenage, and I thought, there's something wrong with this picture, Mm -hmm. because here we had 6,000 plus, and who knows the real number, Years of wisdom available now at the touch of a smartphone, a tablet. And yet, when you looked, you know, you looked in the news, you today 
at every headline, you wonder, how is it we're still not living it? So that became my quest, is that I wanted to know if we were going to have a shift in the way that we are with each other on the planet, in mm -hmm. our own consciousness, in having the world actually work. It, it does work, by the way, as we all know, otherwise we wouldn't be here, but to have it work at a higher level, at a higher vibration, at a more gentle, right, uh, hospitable place. And it, that's what it was. And I realized that as you come across and you're studying the metaphysical literature and you're studying the physical literature and you're studying all of it, as you think, so you become. Your habits of thinking shape, give rise to all of your actions and therefore shape all of your results, inner experience, relational results, outer world, houses, money, and cars results. So I thought, well, if all you had to do was change your thought, to change your life, to change the world, why is it, again, this was my second vexing question, Rob, why does it still look the way it does? And that's when I made what I call my the revelation, the discovery, that though we imagine we think freely and independently, we all want to think of ourselves as independent thinkers, actually we don't, that our thinking, like everything in this amazing universe, is a system. It takes place as a system, and the system is shaped by the prevailing ideas, notions, beliefs of the prevailing world view. Simply said, what we believe to be true about the nature of reality and how it works. So when you look at this, we're in a quantum age. We know that the big paradigm shift in science beginning probably with Einstein and the quantum physicists and scientists that follow. From then and before that, the industrial age, mm -hmm. the big shift was from a matter-based reality to a mind-based reality. All right, stand by, please, Diane. You and I have to take our first break. Explanation, Diane Collins is our special guest, www.diannecollins.com. And Diane is spelled with two N's, D-I-A-N-N-E-C-O-L-L-I-N-S.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Hi, everyone. Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on Internet streaming. Everybody has heard about Internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the Internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network. Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. 
Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a Southern Flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. Welcome back, everyone. Diane Collins is our special guest this hour. She is the creator of Quantum Think, her website, filled with information, filled with freebies, audio clips, you name it. It's all there at www.diannecollins.com. And don't forget, Diane is spelled D-I-A-N-N-E. That's diannecollins.com. You know, during the uh, first segment when you were talking, Diane, uh, an old quote came to me. I think, therefore, I am. Mm, Descartes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that was really just, you could say paradoxically, it's true and not true. (laughs) Well, you had to prove that event. Okay, the one thing that you could know is Mm -hmm. that we have consciousness, right? We're aware of ourselves. But it's considered because Descartes lived in that industrial age. And I look at these different ages as, uh, let's say, they're milestones in the evolution of humanity and and how we are with the Earth and and the whole cosmos, really. But when you look at that, at that point, we needed to understand, probably, you know, Mm -hmm. get out of the chaos that was going on in this uh, nomadic kind of life and and reel it in. And so we looked out, you can imagine the scientists looking out, right, and, and seeing what? The physical matter. And it's like, how do we make sense of it? Collect the data. Yeah. Organize the data, categorize the data, make conclusions from the data, and, and proceed to live from it. So when Descartes said, I think therefore I am, he actually is considered to have made the split between mind and body, which was one of the big limitations that we've been living in for all this time. So, you know what I was thinking, because I've been listening to your show, and you have wonderful guests, and I love your conversation, and it's very easy for any of us to say, you know what, you should be more positive, you mm-hmm. should think this, right? Exactly. You should think good thoughts, you should, you know, do unto others as you should do unto to you, and all that good wisdom. But there's, anybody can tell you how you should be, how you think the other people should be, how yep. the government should be. The fact is, there's a vast difference between what I consider, and this really did become my life purpose for this, for quantum thing, there's a big, big difference between knowing the wisdom and living it, being the walking, talking embodiment. And that has everything to do with how we have been conditioned 
to think. So when you look at it, you know, the, in the 17th century, the scientists literally declare only physical matter is real. And they probably did that to, I don't know, wasn't there, maybe I was there at the time, but uh, to separate from the church, from the clergy. And so they focused on the physical. So when you look in our society now, and you know, what, what are we focused on? The ordinary five senses. Why is everything else called alternative? Why don't we accept uh, UFOs and, and other beings from other right civilizations in the cosmos as real? Because we've been conditioned by this very limited, it's called the classical mechanical worldview that gave rise to machines. And I say, I don't like to insult any of us, but mm -hmm. in many ways, at that stage of evolution, we became automatic and mechanical too. So now where are we? That's the important part. How do we start to integrate a more expansive, expanded worldview? And that's what quantum thing system is for. It's because I thought, you know what? People know a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know about meditation or subtle energy or resonance or you know, any of these things connect to the angels. I happen to be an astrology student for 30 years, so I'm, you know, into that way of connecting to the cosmic energy cycles, which the planetary cycle is very important in shaping the collective and also the individual of us. But, you know, you look at all of it, and I thought, why don't I just put it all together, make mm -hmm. it easy for people? Because it always seemed to me, Rob, there were these two realities, at least two. We know it's infinite, but let's just say, generally speaking, the reality that we call the 3D reality, the one when you turn on the news, or I was listening to uh, one of your guests, interestingly, I just met, did an Instagram on cosmic consciousness, and he was talking about how most of the people in the world uh, have not yet achieved cosmic consciousness. And, you know, that is that unity consciousness, that awareness that is beyond any automatic conditioning whatsoever. And this is what quantum thinking is about. So I put it all together, all the principles that I know of, of the latest cutting-edge scientific principles, which are now verifying, proving what the universal wisdom, the mastery wisdom teachers have been saying forever, that it is one unified whole, that we are in a multidimensional reality, that we live in fields. And, you know, when you look at it, you look at convention and conventional education, what do we study? the matter, we study the brain, but we're not used, we're not even thinking about it, it's starting today. So I wanted to actually put that into creation here, where now mindfulness is becoming, you know, de rigueur and very popular, which is good, but we never learn as children, unless you happen to be in the part of the world where this is going on, and I heard you say you have a lot of people in India listening, so we know that it's happening there, at least in their in their historical culture it is. But I don't know about the modern culture. But we don't learn what I call the five natural faculties of mind. What and by mind, I don't mean the left brain cognitive click, 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 mentation. I'm talking about what we hold in consciousness, what we hold in awareness is our reality. And so how do we create anything? Well, Mind is the creative substance. Well, then shouldn't we ought to know something really become masterful with these faculties of mind? What are they as I distinguish them? The power of intent, which generates the energetic field, that attraction factor field. The uh, Secondly, intuition, which in today's speeded up, accelerating more and more every day, increasingly complex uh, uh, society that to know like a masterful way the use of our intuitive faculty, that's essential. And third faculty, the faculty of subtle energy, which is, if you can think of us, we're like a multi-dimensional sensing device. 
And you see, we are using all these things, but we're in and out of it, and we don't have a distinction for it. The subtle energy where we can transform, transmute mm -hmm. energy and use it to our advantage in the most, well, I'm saying that in a positive way. Sure. The fourth natural faculty is resonance. And in scientific fact, that everything that gets formed into densely, you know, slow-moving energy is through sympathetic resonance. And that's why, you know, people talk colloquially about the law of attraction. How does, why does that, that's not a scientific law, but it's a, universal law, so to speak, that why does that work? Because form follows that in the same frequency range. You know, why does the operator, opera singer shatter the glass? That's why. So that's, we need to know how to use resonance, how to generate resonant fields that are more workable for us. And the fifth one being meditation. Now, I consider medi the meditative faculty an aspect of who we are as beings, not just a practice. The practice is great because it conditions that. But if we really want to connect to our intent, connect to the non-local mind field, as it's called in, in physics, to that infinite intelligence that we are all kind of floating in, then how do we make that connection five bars up on our cell phone rather than two or one is through being centered in that meditative faculty. So this is what we're talking about here. And I think that, you know, whatever your guest said about the 99%, I have to push back on that a little bit because I feel that this era that we are in, you know, your show that you're doing, and I'm sure it's evolved over the years, but you've always had the most cutting-edge thinkers, that this is the time when it's okay, folks, we're doing it. Yeah. It's time for all of us, not the spiritual elite intelligentsia, you know what I'm saying, that little group of masters, which there have been in every age, as we know, but now it's time for us to step up. Let, let me ask you, what do you think that the modern technology is doing to the mind? Do you think that all the data and all the information we have instantaneous access to, the 724 news cycles, are they harming our ability to think or are they enriching it? Well, I feel it's enriching it. And it's a question of how consciously awake and aware you are. Mm -hmm. Because let's say you could, if you're in an unconscious, and I don't mean unconscious like you're out, but I mean a less aware, what that mechanical automatic kind of a state, right? The sleepwalk kind of a state. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're awake, thinking you're awake. I mean, you're walking, but you're not yeah. really you mean like, like the people who look at their iPads while they're walking down a busy street and nearly get hit by a car. Right. Yeah, or you're okay. gazing. You know, if you ever saw Jerry Seinfeld, he does this, this funny pit where people go into a supermarket and you're like in that daze, yep. you know, like you're just out of it. So if you're using technology that way, mm -hmm where you're not at conscious choice, you're just, you know, whatever circumstance happens to arise, you know, you're clicking away or whatever. Then I would say that, you know, I can't say that it's damaging or not damaging, but it's not the most fruitful way of using it. But let's face it, and I've been really listening to these amazing books lately, audio books, on the most, you know, how technology is changing our entire structure of society. You know, that's a, and that's an astrological thing, is we're right now in the middle of a 16-year Pluto and Capricorn, it is changing, everything is restructuring, changing systems and structures. And the technology, of course, is helping it along. So when you look at it, you look at the education, for example. Does anyone really need to, you know, you have to memorize everything? No. No. Right? Right, it's I like agree. That, so when you look at, well, how should we shape 
our educational system now? How should we shape our political systems now? You have to start to look from, we're in this age of technology, and it's getting even more so. And you know, the new thing is now sensors. Yeah. I don't Di- know if you've had anybody on about Diane, that. stand by, dear. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation Diane Collins is our special guest. And she is the creator of Quantum Thinking, a great lady. Visit her website, www.diannecollins.com. That's D-I-A-N-N-E, collins.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Diane and I return on the other side of this break. Whatever you do, don't go away. Hi, everyone. Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on Internet streaming. Everybody has heard about Internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the Internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. 
Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back, everyone. Diane Collins is our special guest, www.diannecollins.com. And don't forget, Diane has two N's in Collins.com. Not in Collins, but two N's in Diane and then <laughs> Collins. All right. Um, you, you seem to like the number five. You know, you say we have five facilities of the mind. They didn't teach us that in conventional educational uh, system mind you they don't teach life skills in the conventional system what are those uh, y- you talked about the five faculties of the mind previously and you were talking and when we went to the commercial break with the news about the educational system and i agree with you the educational system these days has not kept up with the growth of technology I can see the same thing happening in the educational field as I see happening in religious philosophies, where they tend to stick to the old, what they believe to be tried and true. Like, I can't understand why, if we're in a technological age, why they still have to do long division, why they still have to do so many so many exactly memorize you know, so many new yeah. that, things about math that you know new methods yeah. that we don't even know but you know we know that the kids that are being born you know children being born that they're coming in with the higher consciousness mm-hmm. so this is why it's so important to make this leap in consciousness because as i say you cannot see a new worldview the emerging quantum age worldview from the restricted limitation of the old worldview. Now, the old worldview brought us lots of genius, you know, obviously that we're living in the world with. Yep. So it's not it's not trading in one for another. And part of quantum thinking is you move from the either or to the both and. But you're mm-hmm. so right when you look at that technology is helping us to wake up to that we need to restructure every system and and uh, every societal system because when you look at thinking as a system, which is what quantum think is the the background premise of it, mm-hmm. right? Is that we're conditioned to think by the industrial age worldview. What does that mean? It's the linear step by step, either or. They wanted to predict and control nature. Well, to predict and control, you'd have to say, is it either this way or that way? Is it a wave or is it a particle? Well, now we know it's both. So you go to the both end. It was, as I said, physical five senses. You know, in the physical domain, we look different, we look separate. You know, you're black, I'm white, he's yellow, she's red. And so you could even say that all these racial prejudices could even be an outcome of that. I mean, it's not so far-fetched to say that. But when you look at these religious structures and you look at how people have become attached, one of the things of the, I lovingly call the old world industrial age view conditioning of our thinking is that they saw reality as fixed and static. This is a really, really important point. Whereas the quantum worldview sees reality more accurately as energy in flux informed by intelligence and it's conscious. So there's nothing fixed and static. That's the good news for us as human beings. And this is what I do in my work is like, okay, well, what does that mean to us? Mm-hmm. That's great. You know, all the signs. Well, if we could condition ourselves to realize that just because we've reached a conclusion about something, just because we've had a strongly held belief or that belief religiously out of doctrine, you know, you have to look at, Doctrine, which to me is the more philosophical, spiritual part of religion, if you will, 
and dogma. It's the dogma that is like, you know, separating everyone and everybody is out killing, not everybody, but, you know, the, the uh, radical uh, people are killing one another in the name of the most holy. Or, you know, I've even had, I've had people say to me who are of a different religion, a clergy of another religion, well, you know, you're going to hell. I said, oh, because I was born into this family and this religion and it's not your religion. Are you trying to tell me that that's, that's where I'm going? And this was a, uh, a clergyman who was an instructor at, an, at a university near where I live in Miami, Florida. So oh, wow. these, I think, is what you're talking about, is that we have been conditioned to think that because we have a thought or a belief that that's the way it is. And when you're quantum thinking, when you can make that leap in consciousness... In that expansive view, it's like, you know, here's how it's it, it's literally by virtue of intent. And it's a literal quantum leap in consciousness. And we do these quantum leaps all the time. So that is where you realize, well, wait a minute. Is that belief? Is that really helping? And what I wanted to say earlier, Rob, is that. The in the at least in the developed worlds, I can't speak for the uh, developing uh, countries, but where our institutions were born under industrial age thinking, either or, guilty or not guilty, conservative or liberal, and on and on and on and on, insidiousness of either or. And this is what's breaking down right now. And so I think it's great, you know, and the technology is helping us because it's bringing people together. And, the you know, people are upset. You know, Donald Trump was elected, whatever. Nothing upsets me because I see every bit of it as catalysts for, and I wrote in Do You Quantum Think, uh, at the beginning, you know, don't we need a new spin on this? Maybe there's nothing wrong with us. We're just at a point in at this point in evolution where we can take this leap, but we're going to awake. We're going to evolve. We are always evolving. What's it going to be? Crisis awakening or conscious awakening? And of course, I want everybody to pick conscious awakening. So what we're seeing all the time, and it's going on, you know, 9/11, whatever, it's going on today. Is this a continuous crisis awakening and if we start to we know and I I don't know if you've ever had Roger Nelson or any of the people who do the collective the global consciousness studies did you ever talk with any of them I, I couldn't tell you to be honest with you mm -hmm. okay well they do they ha do these studies with these random you know access number I forgot what you call them these random number generators mm -hmm where they will focus on an event, you know, it's always running, but when there is an event such as, you know, uh, President Obama got elected, these are the ones they named, so I'm saying Princess Diana gets killed, whatever we have been as a globe collectively focused on, it will make a significant indication in this that they're measuring. And so what they're saying is that collective consciousness has an effect. So from my view, if we can get to the point where we're choosing conscious evolution, where we're learning to access these five natural faculties of mind, Mm -hmm. where we're actually becoming modern day masters, and that doesn't mean mind control. It means being in command of your own thoughts. I can actually give an exercise of how to do that. But it's listen, actually, let, let me ask you this. Yeah. I understand this. You understand this. My listeners understand it. But there's a lot of people out there that when they hear what we're talking about, they, they just say, oh, my God, not you woo-woos again. How do we, how do we transform or, or make a bridge or build a bridge or cross a bridge from the – from the consciousness to the well, that's skeptic. The, that's the big question, isn't it? And that's, you know, I do this on a, on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I work with my husband, Alan Collins, master quantum thing coach for over 20 years. 
and uh, doing it. And uh, we have a lot of, uh, let's say, leaders, you know, corporate leaders. Mm -hmm. We've worked in agencies of the United States government in the past. And the, what I find is that we, if we don't, okay, first of all, you can't try to convince anyone. Right, I <laughs> but agree. what you can do is you can distinguish something in someone's awareness, such as the conversation we're having now. And part of it is the shifting your own intent, Rob. So what I find in what I call the consciousness crowd, right? Loving, you, read, you introduced back, uh, Huffington Post, the, the consciousness crowd, right? The, is the new mainstream, but it's underground. It's like these shows, this is what happened. I went on these hundreds and hundreds of shows and, and all these people are talking about it. And it's not the woo, woo you know, it's not that it's woo woo or this or that. And I've been on everything, you know, from UFO shows mm -hmm. to shows in, you know, foreign country and sure. conservative areas. So I've seen the whole thing, but people want to have these type of conscious conversation. So even if you think they don't, they do. And that's how I hold it. I hold it as, why, does the, why do these conversations touch people? Because this is our universal consciousness. But why, why doesn't this conversation hit the people who can make the major changes in this world? And why does this conversation only resonate with people who well, that, really cannot make true. the changes? No, but it isn't true. I just told you. We're working with yeah. leaders in major corporations. I, I understand. I understand. And I'm not taking anything away from you and the work that your husband is doing. What I'm saying is I look at the world each and every day, multiple news sources, because, you know, we just don't do this radio show. We have our own news channel, our own news network. And the world is getting worse instead of better. Well, it's both. You see, this is where, okay... This is where, and I was going to say about, quote, the consciousness crowd, which mm -hmm. would be us, right? Mm -hmm. Where if you understand how to use the dynamic of intent, intent is the active dynamic of creation that we have been <laughs> born with, divinely bestowed with by human birth. And what is intent? I make a distinction between intent and intention. This is very, this is germane to what you're asking. So I'll just go into a little technical, okay. All right, I've got, I've got about a minute before I have to go to my next break. Okay, well, intent, intention is a future goal where intent is the activation of the field. Now, if we're holding what we hold in our being, in mm -hmm. the feeling tone of our being, is what we resonate. If we're, and remember, there's no absolute. So even if you look in 20 years, 20,000 years of evidence to the contrary, the way that we shift is we have to shift what we hold. I hold that at the same time that we're seeing the breakdown of the old systems, it's so the new can emerge, we're seeing the downward part of the upward evolutionary spiral and that we hold that the light is coming up, that, ev that we're at the same time, consciousness is being raised. All right, you and I have to take our final break. Please stand by. ExoNation, Diane Collins is our guest. www.dianncollins. And that's dot com. That's diannecollins.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, you can always uh, send me an email. Love to chat with our listeners. Exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And don't forget, 123readytv.com. Check them out. Tell them. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. 
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener. For those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Exonation Diane Collins is our special guest to this hour, www.diannecollins.com. Diane, how do we get, once again, how do we get across to the people who just haven't seen the light at the end of the tunnel yet, and they still believe that Christopher Columbus discovered the Americas because it fits in with what academia wants, instead of the truth that it was the Vikings and the Irish that were in North America before the, before Christopher Columbus even was born. So how do we change the the thinking of the dynamics of the old way of thinking to quantum thinking? Well, you well, <laughs> that's a big question. <laughs> but the I what we do and I was starting I think what you're asking is a very important question and you know as far as the historical documentation mm-hmm. is that when you start to quant you can you actually hold that people are capable and actually want to go to the new place themselves. That's my intent. See, I hold 
in my being, in the feeling tone of my being, as the Seth called it, you know, the channel wisdom of Jane Roberts. I like that term, feeling tone, because it really does indicate that it the multidimensionality of our being, and that when you can feel right, you and I know you're sensitive. You can feel what's going on with another person. Mm-hmm. So when they can feel what's going on with you, so when you when you shift. That's the first place. And you hold that they actually want to know this. If they don't, if they haven't been exposed to the accuracy of the history, that they are open to that. And when you start to hold people in, in this way, not like that there's something wrong with them or that they don't want to know, or that for whatever reason they're negative. You see, I don't hold people that way. We have to shift first how we are with other people, our intent for the other person, for our relational field. Why? And this comes to the quantum principles, because we exist in these invisible relational fields, and we're connected through the field. So it's not like we're separate and I can have a thought about you that may be a disparaging thought, which of course I don't. (laughs) But let's say if you have a a thought, you don't even realize this is where, you know, the automatic, I call it least action pathway, the way the energy or the thought goes, because it's been that route before, the the least creative action, the least awake and aware action. And you don't have to do, you know, you don't have to make yourself wrong for it. This is what we do in quantum thinking. You create a new relationship with your thoughts. So I've been talking about creating a new relationship first with our thinking system. Even the idea that we think in a system and see how the limited industrial age material based worldview has limited the way we think because when you start to relate as if we exist in fields, you realize that what intent you're holding about another person, about a group of people, is affecting them. We have, there are, as you know, but this is the difference between living the wisdom, knowing the wisdom and living it. Mind to mind and mind to matter influences, communications are real, are valid. And so when we start to awaken ourselves to that, and when you talk to people, I, you know, I used to be afraid to mention astrology because I have corporate clients mm-hmm. and, you know, I have worked in with government agency leaders and things. And so I was always, I was holding like, I better not mention it, right? Because they, I could, who knows what they'll think about that I'm, where is she? And then I started to realize what I'm saying to you right now is that if I'm holding that there's something that I need to hide, then there, other people will pick up on it like, oh, there's something voodoo about this. But yet I know that one of the most important energetic influences in our world are these energetic trends and of course they're not they're not absolute you know uh, all these different psychic sciences there you could say in the world of duality where we are in this co-creative collaborative creation with all of it but there are influences so I'm not saying this is not like voodoo magic, like I'm going to have a thought and then everything's going to be all a nice panacea. It doesn't work that way. It's not a cause and effect. I have an intent and I get an immediate effect. However, we can generate our own energetic trends and our own energetic connections through these relational fields. And that's why I brought up about the global consciousness, because It works collectively and it works individually. So how do we talk to the people who we think, you know, don't get it or don't want to get it? We start realizing, oh, all of us have been conditioned. We have these cultural least action pathways because we've been conditioned to think under the more limited industrial age 
uh, view of the universe. And now we're, we, we want to expand. People want to go to the next place. And when you start holding it, you'll be surprised how open people are to hearing it. Now, that's what we can do when we're one-to-one -one, you know, with people or one-to-group with people. Then there is the question of our institutions, right? The media, mm -hmm. which is when you look at them, and that's why going back to that question, you know, you brought up the important point of, about the amazing technologies that we're living with today, and that it gives everyone a chance to, <laughs> I said, the good, the bad, the ugly, and yep. the sublime, you know? that we all have a chance to express, to connect in many different ways that we wouldn't have otherwise. And this is bringing us together. This is really giving us experientially. That's where we learn, in experience, not in concept. But when it becomes integrated in our experience, in our awareness, that's when we start to say, wait a minute, we are on this planet. And you know what? The planet is the host of us, just like we have organisms on our body, 40,000 of them or something, that we're hosting. Well, how are we being related to our host organism? And when you start to have these type of conversations with people, as if that is what they want to hear about, you'll be surprised. People are way more open now than ever. But hasn't the internet and the modern media given people way too much information to, to process at any given time? You know, people want to know about this instead of going to the library, picking up a book, taking the time to read, they just go on the internet, they listen, or they can actually just skip through, get, get the raw data that they need, and then they start making their own conclusions based on only a snippet of the actual amount of information that it takes to make a, an educated Conclusion. Well, I think there is uh, there is a lot of truth in what you're saying, and again, this is where the the going to the next place mm -hmm. in education in the in the narrative in the right in the narrative in the media I see could has the big could have the biggest influence. But you're right, you know. You pick up a piece of information there. I mean, I was out to dinner with someone last night, and they're very sophisticated, worldly people. Actually, they're from Ontario. And, you know, and they one mentioned something about uh, they heard that the Democrats invented the, the Ku, Ku Klux Klan. Now, here's the good part of the Internet, right? We do a check right mm -hmm. there. <laughs> And you look it up, and who knows? You don't really even know what to believe anymore, right? Yeah. The fake news, the good news. But it's that you you really have to be more discerning. And this is why, for me, the most important thing for all of us is to live from a state of mastery. There's a distinction in the 21 in the quantum thing system, and it's called success to mastery where success is based on the past, by definition. You know, it worked once. And where mastery is more like a martial arts master, it's that you have the successes of the past in your repertoire of your being. But what's important is in this moment, the only reality right now is this moment, and this moment, and this moment, what is best and what will work now. And this is why we need to have this mastery training, because if you take, and I, I think what you're saying, again, there's validity there, where you're taking something, you're taking something out of context. Look, the major news organizations do that. You know that. Sure they do. Right? Yeah, exactly. They take everything out of context, and it's all spin, spin, spin. Mm -hmm. And so what do we do with that? Well, we want to be able to have a more conscious relationship with ourselves so that if you're if you are using your intuit intuitive faculty, one of the most important faculties today, is that you or your subtle energy, your ability to sense, you know what? That doesn't seem right. You know, I don't really care what that guy on TV is saying because 
I know in my heart, soul, mind, and spirit that that just doesn't seem right to me. And so it's not to be uh, making the other person wrong. You know, I look at it as we're, we're all waking, we're all souls waking up. Some of us know we are, yeah. and some of us don't know it yet. And Diana, unfortunately, we're out of time for tonight. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Exo Nation, Diane Collins has been our guest www.diannecollins.com and don't forget Diane has two N's in Diane. I'll be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away.